Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, recorded live at River Road Studios. Today's show is brought to you by Get Healthy Now with Candace. Get healthy now, not later, not before, already now, and not tomorrow, now, right? <laughs> okay, right now. <laughs> if you'd love to do a consult and look at ways that you can get more healthy in your life, that you can improve your current feelings of wellness and, and lifestyle, give me a shout. You can look up, look me up at gethealthynow.com or gethealthynowwithcandice.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Occupy Medical. Occupy Medical is, is changing. We have... What? Yes, I know. It's really mm-hmm. weird, but we, I, in the past said we we're a street reach and we're still doing street reach. We're doing it a different way. We have a place in Springfield and we also have a clinic that we have opened and have been doing for the last couple of months in Eugene, and that's the street reach part where we're specifically working with people that are unhoused. The clinic that we have in Springfield is a building, and we have two mm-hmm. suites of it. And one part is for hygiene supplies and food for people that are are struggling. They can just come in and get whatever they need. Mm-hmm. And then we have the other part, which is the medical part with the herbal um, part of it, and then the counseling as well as the integrated health part. And that is just because we have a place, just like anybody that's coming out of being unhoused to being housed, they find all of a sudden all of these survival skills that they needed to have time for. They don't need to have time for it anymore because, you know, they got four walls around us and that's the same thing for us. So yeah, it's been great it's to be nice. able to burst out and do a whole bunch more projects. So so how can people contribute? Well, we are a 501c3 and that is um, there's a bunch of uh, information that we have on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at occupy-medical.org. All right. And we're now, uh, our next sponsor is Mud Paw Design House, it's, uh, formerly Hunter Creation. This is the first time we're talking about it I mean, <laughs> over the air, if you will. So Mud Paw Design House is a company that Candace and I run and own, and it is graphic design and website design. If you're looking for a website that will match your your branding of your of your your printed materials, we can help you out. Or if you have uh, printed materials and need a website, we can help you out with that too. So let us know at mudpawdesignhouse.com. And that's a mud paw, mud, like a dog paw. Mud that's muddy. Yeah. Design.com or mudpawdesignhouse.com. That's cute. Right. <laughs> All right. And how about you, Sue? What about me? What do you what do you what do you bring to the table? What do I bring to the table? Well, I've got two. Should I just talk about the two things real quick? What, uh, yeah, sure. I'll talk about Patreon first. Um, so I mentioned before about Occupy Medical, and I do a lot of stuff just during the week, working with people that I cannot build them. I just can't. Yeah, they don't yeah. have any money. <laughs> right. But being yeah. a community herbalist, the work uh, I've been doing this for so long, the work just has to be done. So yeah. I am asking for people to donate to my Patreon account. So that I can continue working with people and with that kind of sponsorship, that means that um, I could also continue training other folks that want to open up clinics like we have. And I've been doing that and I've just been kind of doing it for free. So we need community herbalism in this country and I am willing to be um, the voice of experience. So I just need support from people. And you can go to my Patreon account at www.patreon.com slash Sue Sierra Lupe. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. That's just one of them. Do you have any, oh, do you have any more? Do you have any supporters yeah. already? So I do. I have a couple of wonderful supporters that have been brave enough to put in for um, 
one of them is a one-time supporter and then uh, um, the others are monthly supporters. Nice. Nice. Yep. So All right. Did you have something you very else? Much. Yes. So there's also uh, Sierra Lupe Herbal Consulting and that's at uh, gmail.com. And that is my business that I do herbal consulting and that is for people get charged per hour for that one. So mm-hmm. that's that they get the same kind of service um, and I can come to people's houses and do things online and uh, that's available. So you've heard the genius. <laughs> now you can have that in your life too. <laughs> right. Ace High Heat Graphics, custom printed shirts and caps and everything else that you can wear. Um, they're specially they're specializing in um, event wear. So if you are a an herbal organization and you are putting on a fair or a festival and you need to have two three hundred shirts done, that Ace High Heat Graphics can help you out and save you a lot of money. Yeah. So, you know the other thing that Ace High Heat Graphics is doing is also doing branded wear for companies. So for within the company. So if you are a herbal organization and you have employees and people and volunteers that you want to have them all wearing like the same shirts or they would like to support the company by purchasing a shirt. That's another thing that ACP right. Graphics yeah, we're, does. We're, in mm-hmm. fact, we we're doing a, a, a company store for a large client right now. So their nice. employees can go there and buy um, their shirts. Um, we did a promotion for that company and all the employees liked the shirts so much that they, they wanted to buy them for workwear. Nice. So they said, can you help us with that? So we're setting them up with a with an online store. That's really cool. And yeah. with the political season brewing up, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would want their slogans written on their shirts too. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. And finally, the Herbal Nerd Society, for which we would not be able to do any of this. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> we are thankful for the Herbal Nerd Society. When I don't want to come here some days and record because I got other things to do, I just remember there's a bunch of Herbal Nerd Society members paying me to get here. I yeah. Know. <laughs> I know. And they get content every single week. We put an article together. Uh, I've been uh, banging my head against the key- keyboard this month for Spilanthes. Right. Me too. That one's a challenging one because yep. it's not as well well promoted an herb yeah even though it is a really wonderful wonderful it herb. really mm-hmm. is i mean i use Powerful it in the clinic plant. a lot and doing all this research like man i'm underutilizing this plant right yes and i'm i'm doing the research on it but it's challenging to find herbal energetics on it it's pretty oh. sparse because hmm. it's not a part of the traditional ayurvedic or tcm pantheons and it's mm-hmm. really it's Certainly was probably used by Western, traditional Western herbalists way back when, but there's not a ton on it. So Mm -hmm. I'm finding that really interesting. Uh, Well, it's a fabulous plant. I remember being in the South. Just Mm -hmm. you cannot miss it because it's a little red red dot. And it's, oh, oh, I'm in love with it. So I'm learning. I'm learning things and I love sharing the things I'm learning with other people. So above and beyond the the more advanced herbal articles for the herb of the month, uh, we also have access to all of the old podcasts from which we realized today we've done this for about six years now. So we have 180 yeah. episodes, 160 of which are in the backlog. So you have 160 episodes of podcasts that you can get a hold of if you're another practical or the Herbal Nerd Society member. And also you get an ad-free viewing experience. No mm-hmm. pop-ups, no you know right. banner ads, no... Google ads, it's just straight content. Yep, and so. the Let's Talk series where we have a, a yep. section where people yep. can listen to some of our guests give a, 
、uh, specific information about their chosen topic.、Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, on with the show. Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio Show 181. This is our Herb Lab show. We're talking about our, our great interview with Justin Ehrlich last week, a practitioner of, cla- practitioner of classical Chinese medicine and a licensed acupuncturist.、Uh, I thought he was, had、uh, some really interesting information on his path and where he was at, and he brought up some、uh, interesting herbs. And I, Sue and Candace, it looks like you guys are going to talk about those. So without any Further ado, let's get this herb lab rolling. Now, your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Here we go. All right, here we go. So, she's always <laughs> saying,、uh, I was not here for the first part of that interview, but I did hear it afterwards. In fact, today.、Mm-hmm. He、and、was really a wonderful individual. Yeah, he's very、Enjoyed. calm. Very calm. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't think he ever gets nervous, I'm guessing. Never. <laughs> Somehow he's mastered that. Perhaps it's a Taoist thing. It's a Taoist perhaps. Thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just, just perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> And a,、uh, neighbors that one of the neighbors very, very mellow, and the other one was a little more excitable. And he finally said, I've got to figure out how to make my roommate to see what, the, what it is that's going to get him going. And Tried a couple of different things like leaving stuff out of the refrigerator or doing, you know, little pranks on him. And the, and the friend, the roommate's was like, oh,、mm. the calm <laughs> one just stayed calm. Stayed calm until he,、uh, the prankster、uh, roommate picked up the mellow roommate's guitar and went to put it right in the fire. And that was when the, like, <gasps> oh, 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 you started actually hearing <laughs> elevation of voice and seeing that guy move right、Real、fast. fast. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be done. But we are not going to do that to you, Justin. No, do not worry. Not. Your musical instruments are safe with us. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the formulas that he talked about, you have a particular interest in where I think we're going to focus today on Danshin and White、mm-hmm. Peony. Yeah, those are two that I've been using a lot over the last couple of years, but especially in the last maybe six months or so.、Mm-hmm. And, um, I par- partly started using them because I'm entering that age of the perimenopause. Ah, yes. So I've had problems with like heat rising, hot flashes, night sweats, things like that,、mm-hmm. anxiety and heart palpitations, things like that. Right. And Danshen is, or Danshen was really good for helping to calm that down and release the heat. So it's, you know, keep things moving. Right. And then、um, I've also had problems with dizziness that's been liver related. And、um, I also, I, my liver was like just not moving inside your body. Your, your organs each have sort of this little movement, like a little dance that they do,、mm-hmm. like literally physically. They're just, they move in their little patterns and、mm-hmm. they all do it. And if everything's perfect, they're all doing it in, in harmony and it all works well. And then, There's like a range of motion, and the liver has a really like a, a lot of different directions it goes. I can't tell you what they are because I'm not that well versed.、Mm-hmm. I know this because my massage therapist is knows this stuff and he helps me, you know, figure out what's moving, what isn't, and get it moving again. And my liver is usually the one one that's like it's stuck, it's not moving in its full range. 
which means that it's not blood isn't circulating as well as it should be, and it's not able to do its job as well as it should. The liver is a pretty important organ. Yeah, and white, moderates hormones yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Exactly, and white peony is really wonderful for helping it move and helping the blood circulate without causing you know, it, without causing it to like drain too fast or anything. It's a gentle but firm herb. So I've been using those two in the formula that I'm taking right now. And it's having a good effect on you. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I found that those two plus the others that I'm using are rebuilding and helping like my stomach and my liver to harmonize so that I digestion's working better, mm-hmm. you know, less indigestion. And overall, working with those formulas plus working with acupuncture and a variety of other things has helped to reduce. And for the most part, I'm at the point where I don't really get hot flashes and night sweats as much. I was getting them a lot. That seems to be really reducing significantly. Nice. Well, very nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I very I've used nice. Danshin as something to help with cardiovascular issues. Mm-hmm. It's But it's always been part of a formula. I don't think I've ever used it singularly. Right. Yeah. I've put it in formulas. I mean, it's like the one, the formula that I'm using now is Dan Shen, White Peony, and Shatavari as the three primary herbs. Oh. So Shatavari is a- Dan Shen. Dan Shen, which is the red red sage root, and then White Peony. Oh, all three of those together. Yeah. Hmm. And then Shatavari, which is a good one for just general feminine hormone balancing. Mm -hmm. Um, Ayurvedic practice says that when a young woman reaches the age of her first period, she can begin taking Shatavari every day and then just take it for the rest of her life. Oh, every okay. day. You know, so All it's, the time. Yeah, it's just a good, it's like ashwagandha. When a young man reaches the age of similar, you know, adolescence, he can begin taking ashwagandha and then just take it for the rest of his life. Okay. You know, so those are like the two main ones for just general hormonal health. In Ayurvedic practice. So for me, Shatavari seemed like a really natural one to put at the top of that list of, you know, the primary herbs in this formula. Mm -hmm. And are you using those three together? uh, Yeah. Equally? Yeah. Yeah. Equally and as the... Excuse me. As the primary herbs in the formula. And then I paired with them... Some spleen herbs, like uh, spleen is like also helps the stomach. It it helps your body build tissues and build and have enough energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm using jujube dates. Jujube dates? Yes. I yeah. think a jujubes is a thing you have in the I know, theater. those little candies, right? Yep. Yeah. No. I'm sure that's what they're named after. It is probably what they're named after. And these are dates? Yeah, they're dates. And I get mine. I've gotten mine. You can get them at a lot of Asian grocery stores. Uh-huh. So it's just the, you know, they I found the- sweet. They are. They're sweet. They're tasty. They don't taste the same oh. as, um, as like, dates from Turkey. You know, uh-huh. like, oh, I can see the word, Merid- maridol dates or whatever the- you know which ones I'm yeah. talking about, right? They're the, big and sticky. Yeah, and- yeah. They don't taste the same as that. Um, but they, I mean, they're similar, but it's not the same. Very smaller. They're big, but they're not sticky. And they're usually the ones I get are harder, probably because they're, um. Imported. Yeah. And dried. Mm-hmm. So, sure. you know, I'm putting this into a, uh, into a tea. So. 
I also included in the formula some Hisha Wu, which is... Um, oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen it also as faux tea. Right. Um, and it's... Oh, I'm trying to remember. I'm so bad at remembering the... I think that one's the one that's polygonum multiflorum. That sounds so correct. Yeah, I think that's the one. Mm-hmm. That one is a good one for getting blood moving and building blood. So building the... Um, from a Western style perspective, what would that be? Building blood is, I mean, literally building blood and preventing anemia. Uh-huh. Um, so, so is it mineral rich? Yeah, I, I mean, I expect it is. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know the constituent breakdown on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good for nourishing. It's like when you have blood deficiency. So after you've just finished your period, especially in your later years, so during the perimenopausal years, where a lot of times having your period is kind of exhausting to your body because mm-hmm. you're really at the end. Your body's still trying to right. keep going, but it doesn't. So you're a little bit anemic at that point. You're tired. And, mm-hmm. you know, so he show woo is one that it doesn't like give you energy like reishi is zingy. It's not right, like that, right. but it does help your body rebuild more Fortifying. quickly. And yeah, it fortifies. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, so I've included that one. And then I've also included um, one called Dang Shen, which is actually catenopsis. Oh yeah, and sure. that's and I and I use that one in part because reishi is kind of expensive, and Dang Shen is a lot cheaper. Really? Yeah, yeah, hmm. and it can be used. It's it's not as um, potent as reishi, and I do I have a reishi formula that I use in tincture style, but for the tea. The reishi is like really, it's a strong herb. Sure. And, and cottonopsis is less strong yet still stimulating and energizing. So you're, wait, so you're using reishi, you're putting that, the slices of the mushroom in your, in the tea too? No, I didn't. Oh, that, because of- I'm using cottonopsis instead of reishi. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then licorice, gang, oh, gang yes, cow. Of course. So yeah. Licorice writ. Yeah, exactly. Licorice root. Mm-hmm. The one I'm using is the Chinese one, just because I happen to have it. But right, but it's still I would just use. Yeah, yeah, I would still. I would use whichever one I've got. All right. There's a lot of wiggle yeah. room when it comes to that genus. So. It is. Yes, happily. And the other one that I'm trying is a new one for me. It's called New Genji, which is it's privet, Japanese oh. privet, huh. and it's a fruit That's and. Say say it again. It's new N U. Okay. Zhen Z H E N and then G Z G Z I. Z I. Yeah. New Zhen G. And I'm hmm. probably not pronouncing that correctly. So it's okay. I'm not gonna do yeah. it. <laughs> so Japanese privet, that's actually something that's come up yeah. in my life just recently too. And I've been curious about it. Tell me about that one. Um, yeah, that one is one that I should really like look up again because it's, it's very new to me. I've been enjoying it. Like, it seems like it's helpful and it is, um, generally supportive. Mm -hmm. So the, the book that, that I know you like a lot is by, um, it's a Chinese material. Yeah, I've got a Chinese Medical Chinese material. traditional herbal medicine volume two, Materia Medica and Herbal Resource, and it's by um, Doctor T- Michael Tiara and Leslie Tiara. 
And it's nice because it's got a lot of these herbs that are kind of hard to find in like Western herbals. Oh. Like this one. Mm-hmm. So this new, the new genji is also called the Gustri Lucidium. So it's mm-hmm. privet fruit. Mm-hmm. And it is for the liver and kidney channels. So it nourishes the liver and kidney channels, which will mean that it's giving energy and strength and helping to calm those areas. So your liver and your kidney channels are get a lot of workout during the perimenopausal years Mm -hmm. because your hormonal system is doing all kinds of crazy things. Like one minute, too much estrogen, next minute, not enough. One minute, enough progesterone or too much. And the next minute, not enough back and forth Mm -hmm. because your body, just like in adolescence, is trying to figure out how to regulate itself in the new way, right? but not quite letting go of the old way. Mm -hmm. So liver and kidney start to get very active. They can overheat, meaning they just become, there's just too much work. So dizziness is a sign of liver being over, can be overheated or Mm -hmm. working too hard. Um, Lower back pain in your kidney region can be, you know, from the kidney can be a kidney thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Hot flashes and night sweats are also associated with too much heat potentially Mm -hmm. rising from liver or kidney channels. And when you have your period, your kidneys channel is really drained or it's tired out, it's exhausted. And so the privet fruit or the new gen G would be helping to um, rebuild that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've I've worked with Lagustrum is what I know it by because I do that. But uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever used it. I've just worked Um, in so many medical companies and comes in. And so I had the opportunity to get a pound of it. So I did and figured, well, what the heck? Mm -hmm. And then I started reading about it. I'm like, oh yeah. And it helps prevent premature aging or premature aging signs like grayness and then uh, like gray hair, getting premature gray hair. Fortunately, (laughs) I I guess I can't say it's too late for me. Right. Perhaps it's working. Still a brunette. Yeah. I'm turning Um, blonde. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> silver silver yes so that was one that i decided to add and try out and see how it see how it goes yeah you know? sure so so far i've noticed that on the days when i remember to take tea it i feel generally better mm-hmm. and then you know that'll last for an extra day or two but if i go more than three or four days of forgetting to take it i'll start mm-hmm. to notice i'll start to feel sort of like a little more fatigued, a little bit more flat, like like sawdust. Uh-huh. And then I take the tea again, and it's like it nourishes everything. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I should do this every day. Right. Duh. Oh, that's good. And then I I'll wonder be good. if that helps, like, pull, helps your body pull or utilize things like thiamine or, you know, those kind of B vitamins yeah. that generally work with people that are overtired or they're stressed out or... It could be. I'm betting that it helps you. It probably helps you better um, metabolize or um, absorb the nutrients. Sure. Because I've noticed, I have noticed that when taking tea regularly, things like constipation and diarrhea or the when you go back and forth between them, Mm -hmm. that's less likely to happen than when I don't take it regularly. Supporting the the gut. Yeah. Yeah. The reishi formula that I use is a... um, Reishi, Usnia, and uh, Shiitake. 
Thank oh, you. <laughs> like I kept seeing it in my mind and I couldn't say the name. I have so the time. Yeah. So, so the Uznia, is that part of the traditional Chinese formula? Medical? I don't know that it is. Materia Medica. Huh? I don't know that it but is. But this is something that you've. I use it I, because Uznia is good for the respiratory system and mm-hmm. it's good for cooling and protecting. You know, that's what it does with the trees. Mm-hmm. It helps, you know, their respira- respiration. Right. And we know that it's good for respiratory, you know, recovery from respiratory illnesses. It's a good antibiotic. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it supports the just good lung health in general. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. so I paired, that's that's why I paired it with reishi and shiitake because shiitake is moistening and building and tonifying and... Reishi helps energy move. And mm-hmm. for me, especially in the spring with hay fever and allergy season, and for us last fall with all of the fires, my, oh, yeah. my lungs were really, really feeling very challenged. Sure. So I put those together and then I added, um, what's the name of that? Wood fungus? Black fungus? Wood fungus? The, the one that we cook the with. Bag the cloud fungus? Cloud fungus. Cloud, cloud fungus. fungus. Yeah. So I, I had made a tincture with that. In the fall, and I added that because it's really moistening. Mm-hmm. So I don't know so far so good. I would say it actually seems like that I just recently, about a week ago, added the cloud mushroom fungus to the basic three fungus mm-hmm. blend that I do. Mm-hmm. And so far, I'd say it seems like it's been quite helpful, but you know, you'll have to ask me again at the end of allergy season. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so. it works. Yep. Uh, how do you get your usnia? Are you harvesting it yourself? Are you? I harvest it myself after, like, we just had the snowstorm. Right. So I went out and I was out walking looking for my cottonwood buds. Mm-hmm. And I was smart enough to bring two bags. And I found this huge, huge branch of oak that had fallen and it was covered in usnea. And it was completely, oh. I mean, it was dead, dead. It was dead. Yeah. So, right. So I just Gonna took decay. a large, yeah, I mm-hmm. just took a bunch of large chunks off of there. So, I have a friend who has a farm out in Vanita and we go out and do animal communication group there. And mm-hmm. so occasionally I'll walk around her farm and if pick I see it, yeah, just pick up the <laughs> usnea. So yeah. we're out mushrooming. We'll, we'll find it then. Yeah. People that follow our website, the Practical Herbalist, have noticed that there was recently an article about harvesting things after a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's one of the articles that anybody can take a look at. And there's a number of things, including usnia, yeah. as you mentioned on that one. Yeah. Just like the poplar buds, I never take usnea off a live branch that's still attached to the tree. I only mm-hmm. take what's already fallen. Yep. And there was a bounty there's mm-hmm. a bounty to choose from this year. There sure was. Yeah, because yeah. we got all our snow in a week. Yeah. Ka-poomp. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, with the formulas that I'm using, one of the things I have noticed is that taking time to, especially at the beginning of working with the formula, it makes sense to take time to be meditative with it because a lot of times it'll start getting things moving and then emotions will arise. And mm-hmm. and if I don't take the time to notice them and take care of them, they will just linger mm-hmm. unpleasantly, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm pretty sure that's probably stuff being moved along. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, acupuncture does that too. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about acupuncture? Cause I, mm-hmm. I just started with that, uh, um, 
about a month ago. Yeah. It's brand new to me. How are you liking it so far? It's freaking me the hell out. It's really, <laughs> really. Like I do. I, I, there are things that I grasp. I understand the nervous system. Right. I I understand um, that there's tissue that the that connects. You know, the squishy says, I actually wrote this down. What's the name of it? The um, fascia. It, well, there's the fascia and then there's the interstitium. Interstitium. Which is a brand new organ they discovered in 2017, and mm. it's just when you when you have an X-ray, there's all this mushy cells mm-hmm. in between all of your organs, and yeah. cancer, for example, will travel uh, like along breast cancer those. can go from along those cells yeah. to go to a different part of the body. And the idea that uh, some that something that we're charting is we're watching it moving along those lines. That means that it's, it's its own organ. It's, it's, there's a highway there. Mm-hmm. So they're not just little jello molds right. hanging out in the refrigerator. They actually connect to each other. And now that we know more and we have more evidence then the, all of that connection is one of the things that I'm sure at least my acupuncturist said, oh, well, yeah, there, there's your, we've been saying this and here's the proof that it exists. So there's some wonderful validation for us. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure they'll find that that is exactly, they're just charting the meridians. Yeah. It's probably what's happening. Yeah. That there's a, I mean, systematic communication is not, not strange to modern science, but uh, getting the tools to chart that has yeah. been brand new and it's right. it's exciting to be yeah. able to see that show up. So, uh, yeah, I was fascinated by getting three needles in my shoulder and then um, uh, the nerves changing, my sensation changing in my leg on the opposite side. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. Occurred. Yeah. <laughs> what's, really, what's really fascinating is when you get a couple of needles somewhere like in your forearm or wherever. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you're thinking about that brownie you ate when you were six years old and then your brother came in the room and started yelling and the dog barked and you dropped your brownie and the dog grabbed it and ran or some other crazy story. Like mm. these old things just can pop, pop up. up. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't have that. I don't know. I'm like completely devoid of memories. Like, no, you may. You I may. might. I might. I may. Yeah. Because it doesn't I, happen every single time. I this mean. is like the physical sensations. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and the uh, acupuncturist always puts one in the center of my head. Mm-hmm. And he, he said that that's for me to feel happier or something. And I don't know, not having pain always makes me right? happier. That one helps you. Nice. I know one of the things that one helps you with this connection with the divine or, you know, it's like opening the crown chakra when you think about it that way. Hmm. So it's, yeah, it's a good one. It helps okay. you feel more connected. All right. Yeah. Well, he keeps putting things all over me. So, and then he's, uh, he uses fun little terms like, we're just going to put this little thingy here. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh. okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah. I, I well, just know. wait, just wait till they pull out one of those six <clears throat> inch needles. And then you notice that there's only like, two inches of it sticking out of you. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it gets really freaky for right. me. You know? I don't really like, feel them when they go in. Occasionally no. I'll feel one that stings. Yeah. You know, yeah, some of them will be a little spicy. You uh-huh. know, a little, that, yeah. but, but then the spiciness goes down and you're just there and it's fine. And yeah. Yeah, but when you actually see the needle and it comes out, you're like, wow, there was three inches of needle in my body. That's <laughs> right next to my spine. Awesome. <laughs> that wasn't disturbing at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's a it's a very interesting field and and mm-hmm. I'm really glad here in Oregon it is covered by our uh, state insurance. Mm-hmm. So. And there are actually a surprising number of other insurances, private plans or you know group plans or whatever right. that are also covering because it. it works with pain but it's non-addictive. Yeah. So that's really nice and there's a lot of people that um, at Occupy Medical we send to acupuncturists to help people with anything from addiction issues to, mm-hmm. you know, chronic pain to whatever. Yeah. There's just all kinds of, all kinds of stuff that seem to work well that way. Yeah. And just I'm wait grateful he, for it and I don't get it. Just wait till he puts the mocks on you. He was talking about that and I, I said, oh, mugwort. Okay. Yeah. I know mugwort. Stinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. It don't smell good. Well, not but not when it's powderized and burning. It, it smells more like a like a sage, almost like a like a cleansing air cleansing thing. It, it's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. And there's a, there's it. a couple like there's two different moxin methods. One where they have these little um, they're compacted and they have a little adhesive on the end, and they like st- little cones, like little cones, and they stick it to the skin, uh-huh. and then they light it, and then the heat you know, draws, you know, warms up that acupuncture point. Okay. And if you're too sensitive or it's too It's wonky, too much for that spot. Then there's another one where they'll actually light a, a moxa stick and they'll go over the, the point and they'll heat the point. It's almost like lighting a super thick incense and then waving it close to wherever the point is. Okay. Well, yeah. that that has not happened to me yet, but uh, perhaps in the future we will have some kind of mugwort wavering moxie stuff moxa um, experience moxa experience and then i'll i'll tell you all about it uh it seemed like there was another thing that he had brought up oh he talked about um necrotic tissue and yeah. working using dantian i think it was dandelion dandelion oh dandelion rats. thank you yeah dandelion, dandelion um with necrotic tissue and that yeah thank you because that was yeah. exactly the entire point um, because we see quite a, we work with a lot of diabetic ulcers, so yeah, we see a lot of necrotic tissue in yeah. the clinic. And at Western medicine, that's what I'm trained in. I've been throwing a lot of dandelion mm-hmm. at folks because nice. it, you know, just if nothing else, the diuretic properties to help drain yeah. that swelling. And yeah, I, oh man, it's so it's so difficult to work with a patient that's in that space. You really need some, a lot of emotional support for them because they're like, my leg is rotting and I can smell it and I can see it and it is swollen and it is bumpy and there are chunks missing out of it and it is freaking me out. Yeah, that would be... That's their body. Terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, Completely terrifying. And they're embarrassed Mm -hmm. and they're nauseous and every bad thing. Mm -hmm. And yet... You know, we've we've been able to work with people that they're the people that are able to be compliant and we're able to amend our program to help them with that compliancy to mm-hmm. get over that and to move into health and keep their leg, which right. is really nice. It's big. So and that's just our yeah. little dandelion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that dandelion that everybody wants to poison. I'm like, don't poison it. Yeah. Use it. No, no. That's a very Use that one. It's a good important. one. Yeah. Good old dandelion. Yeah, and then he was mentioning about it, dandelion being used for um, cancer treatment. And I thought, oh, that's not in the Western medicinal scene. Like we don't necessarily use that for 
for cancer, but they have that big study up in Canada um, that they've been getting wonderful results for a type of cancer. And it was really puzzling to me, but I think it might be from the TCM tradition. That would make sense. And it seems, I mean, it just seems logical to me that dandelion taken internally for when you're going through cancer treatment would make sense Mm -hmm. because your liver needs a lot of support. That's a lot of radiation or chemicals that Mm -hmm. you're going to be bombarding your body with. Yep. And, and your you, liver's got to work on, you know, it has to take all the waste out. So yeah. even if the chem, you're not even counting the chemicals themselves, the waste that results from removing, from stopping the cancer from going mm-hmm. and removing that, your liver is going to be working on using removing what, all that. Yeah, and yeah. using what you have, you know, you get the, you get these things in your body and they're there for a reason. They're supposed yeah. to do something. So yeah, yeah, utilizing that and then getting when you're done, you're done. Thank you. Yep. See you later. Yeah. And Helping I mean, your body be a good guest. Yeah. Dandelion in the garden is used to break up deep stuck, you know, soil that's like, you know, deep, it dig, digs down deep and it breaks up the hard stagnant areas and yep. turns like clay back into more porous mm-hmm. soil that is useful to the other plants. Yeah. And it's a good know. indicator that you have very acid soil. Yeah. So, you know, if you want a good lawn, then you're going to have to. You know, change that instead of just ripping out the dandelions. You got to actually have a fundamental change, right? (laughs) Support it, or you're just going to keep getting more. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to be too acidic. Uh, You probably have like um, six point five or whatever. I think is the range Mm -hmm. that dandelions start popping up, and grass doesn't like growing it. So it's yeah, all about the pH. Yeah, yeah. And from like the energetic X level, like dandelion as a flower essence, that sort of thing is. For rooting out deep trauma and healing that. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. deacidifying your soul. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. It all works together. So uh, we are very grateful to, that we had uh, Jason. Justin. 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 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're grateful for Jason, whoever he might be. And we're very grateful for Justin. Yes. <laughs> Justin Ehrlich, uh, who is a licensed uh Acupuncturist, and he lives in San Diego. Yep, practitioner of classical Chinese medicine. Yeah, thank you for being on the show, and thank you for inspiring us, and goodness. Yep, and as always, put put an herb on it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliate websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. All Always consult a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamin supplements diet or exercise program before taking any medication.